just four games for the boys to discuss as game week 30 passes by with almost no fuss. A nightmare for many without the free hit. And even for some who used it, it was a little bit shit. Spurs to the rescue if you had Kane and Son. If you didn't have them, then really, come on. With the star turn from Saka for their London rivals, missing their halls made your team dead on arrival. So as you can hear, the poems are back. But for one of the boys, the game week was whack. But we've been here before and we'll be here again as the FPL face-off boys aim to become FPL men. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Laughing at my own poem. Uh, Welcome, welcome, (laughs) listener, to uh, episode 34 of FPL face-off. The podcast pitting two comedians against each other at Fantasy Football. And I'm joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Tom Glover. How are you, my friend? I'm good, mate. And I'm laughing at your poem as well, because I had to sit here in silence for five minutes <laughs> while she wrote it before we started recording. A and slight exaggeration. End. It was it was better end than you you suggested it was. I think it was all right. Good. And um, I am a lot happier fits on the back of two green arrows in a row. Not big ones, but green arrows nonetheless. And that's what that's what matters, especially when you get into an international break for two weeks. You yeah. don't want to have to look at a score that's um well, do you don't have to look at a red arrow. No, you say yeah. that as I look. You can see me looking at my phone. Yeah, God, can you imagine anything, I saw you... anything worse than going into an international break with a bloody red arrow? I saw you look at your phone like you was watching a video of your wife cheating on you. <laughs> I'd rather watch a video of that. Yeah, I saw your eyes drop, and I was like, Oh no, he's got a red arrow, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Well, well. Well, shall we jump into it then, mate? Yeah, seeing as... Let's jump into it. It's going to be a quick one this week because um, obviously there's no point in us talking about transfer plans for game week 30... What is it? 31? 31. Game week 31. Yeah. It's so far away. Trent's got a flag on him. Ramsdale's got a flag on him. Dini's mm. got a flag on him. Is Salah going to play? There's lots of questions that will become slightly clearer after the international fixtures have been played. But this Very game true. week... This game week, I ended on 60 minus four, so 56 points. I've got a green arrow up to 11.5k from, I think I was about 13.5. So it's a decent green arrow at that rank. Um, and it and it came from adversity as well, because I, I didn't have the free hit. And I went into the game week with nine players. And that quickly became... No, sorry, I went into game with 10 players. That quickly became nine when Luca Dean was confirmed as being unavailable. And then in the first fixture, Wolves versus Leeds, I had Rafinha and Kilman. So nine players became seven. And then Wolves were 2 up for until, what, nearly a 60th minute. And I was thinking, well, I'm going to miss out on that clean sheet that everyone's going to have. Yeah. Um, but obviously it turned around for me because I had Saka. I had um, Ramsdale, but I, as a subkeeper, I had... Uh, Emmy Martinez, who came in and got me three points when a lot of people never had a keeper this week. Delighted for you. Thank you. And I had a triple Spurs, and that included Kane and Son. So really all my points came from Kane, 26, Son, 15, and Saka, 11. And then two points for for Kulazewski and Lacazette, uh, one point for Ramsey, three points for Emmy Martinez, and that was 56, which gave me a game rank of just under 1 million and and yeah, managed to give me a green arrow going into the international break. How about you, mate? Well, I mean, as you can tell from my uh, from my voice, I'm delighted for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, you know, it's good to it's good to have cheery Tom back. 
uh, we missed him. Um, <laughs> it's good to have sad fits back. We yeah. missed you as well, mate. This uh, is what it's all about. Absolutely, yeah. Well, um, it wasn't a <laughs> d- it wasn't a disastrous week, to be fair. Um, I got a total of um, total of forty three points. Didn't use any um, hits, but I did not have very many players playing. To be fair, Ramsdale didn't play. Um, White did play. Um, Martinelli didn't play. Barnes I brought in. Um, Kulusevski and Coutinho blanked. Uh, Huang Hee Chan um, blanked and I think went off injured. Uh, or No, he came on as a sub, didn't he? And played 12 minutes and, and did nothing. Uh, so were it not for captaining Harry Kane, it would have been an absolute disaster show. So, um, but I don't know. It's a weird one. I think I'm obviously I'm not particularly chuffed to have a red arrow just before that all important international break. Got two weeks to stew over my pitiful performance. Um, but I still have a free hit. I still have a bench boost. And, you know, I was tempted to take more hits than I did to try and get a, a, a team. But, um, but yeah, I'm reasonably happy. There are yeah, some flags, I mean, as you mentioned, but we'll come on to them, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not a um, it's not a bad week to have a bad game week because the scores weren't that high across the board for obvious reasons. And yeah. a lot of people had the same players, so Rafinha didn't play, but it did upset me too much because a lot of people owned him. Um, same like for you with Martinelli, a lot of people are on Martinelli. So what can you do? Like he's the sort of player you expect to play like Max Kilman missing out again. Like, it, yeah. it seemed that it was, it was already hard to get 11 players out this game week. And then a lot of key players seem to just miss out through like Aaron Ramsdale, just missing the game out of the blue. Um, that actually paid off for me, obviously, because I got Martinez in, which was like a three points. Uh, I think he was my, actually, no, my, he was my starter game week until the Spurs game, just for getting three points that no one else had. Um, <laughs> yes. But yes, but I'm happy with how my team is. I took a minus four. I took out Salah and I bought in. Um, I took out Salah to bring in Kulazewski and I took out Emmanuel Dennis to bring in Harry Kane. So I won't have Salah going into game week 31, but I'm not too worried about that at the moment because as I said, we'll wait and see. He's got two fixtures. He didn't play in the FA Cup because he's still got problems with his foot injury. So there's every possibility that Salah doesn't play in game week 31 anyway, especially if he's mm. rested for Champions League. So we'll, we'll see how that is in the next podcast. Well, but, um, yeah, knowing, it was knowing, a... knowing your luck, mate, chances are he, he won't play and uh, you will have avoided the Salah or, or, you know, you'll have got yourself in a great situation. And, and I, for one, am really pleased. Really well, pleased. <laughs> I mean, the plan was to take Son out and bring him back in, but Son's just had two goals and he's playing home to Newcastle. So yeah. I would be reluctant to do that. But my minus four is obviously justified because I wouldn't have had Harry Kane if I hadn't have done that. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with how that's set up. It was a, we went into the game week knowing it was unpredictable and yeah. it was unpredictable, wasn't it? Uh, I, our producer, Glenn, free hit. He got, I think he got 60 points. Um and I advised him to go hard on the Wolves' defence, thinking Wolves had the best chance of a clean sheet. And they obviously lost 3-2 in the first game. They did. Um, everyone backed Aston Villa to score against Arsenal, I think, at home to Arsenal, and, and they didn't put up any fight at all. Leicester, we expected to have like 
the best chance of a, a big victory and they, they scraped a 2-1 at, Brentford, at home to Brentford. And then Spurs, I suppose, are the only team that performed to what we expected in terms of Kane and Son delivering on their um, points expectations or exceeding them in many ways. Um, yeah, absolutely. And and it was an interesting week, really. I think, as I say, it's difficult to... to I think I, I said on last week's pod, you know, wasn't particularly uh, expectant of much. And, you know, I think I'm in a, I'm in a decent-ish position. Um, but it was interesting that... I don't know if you know who the most captain player was this game week. Well, I'm assuming it is Harry Kane. He was 150-odd percent owned, so it had to be Harry Kane. Incorrect. The most uh, captained player in FPL, with four million managers captaining him, was Mo Salah. Oh, um, all the dead teams. So, yeah. which, which raises an interesting point, because, you know, it's some of those will probably have just been like oh well i'll captain mo even though he's not going to play and i'll vice captain kane some of them will have done that yeah. deliberately just to be a bit kooky um but yeah there will <laughs> there exact there, wording of it yeah kooky yeah, people absolutely yeah and 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 good on them um but but you were a bit kooky actually earlier in the season weren't you remember with your um uh benching of sanchez no, that's not kooky. That is clever. Um, clever, sorry, of course. Management. I bench, always get the bench the starting goalkeeper and yes. play the mm. substitute goalkeeper because that's if your right. first keeper gets sent off, then you're going to get the reserve keeper off the bench. Very nice. Heavily reliant on having the same keeper from or two keepers from the same team, of course. But yeah. um, I don't know if what I said made sense either. But there's definitely logic in having the the substitute keeper in the team rather than the the first team keeper it's kooky mate we love you for it don't worry about that you 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 do you buddy i stopped Um, doing it in the end because i i I hate having my points not right i like if i'm checking my live score i want to see my points in my team absolutely i agree i'm not a bench wanker is what i'm trying to say (laughs) bench wankery you're not Not a full bench wanker not a full bench wanker no absolutely um uh yeah so like i say i mean it's it's an interesting time of the season people are running out of chips people are um you know some people have given up on their teams um i've got no problem with that if people want to give up on their teams that's fine by me um i don't know i, I haven't caught sight I've given of this up on your team. <laughs> very nice i'm coming <laughs> for you mate i'm coming for you, you are. Um, where, where are you ranked sorry after this game week where have you ranked 112k so I'm okay. basically a hundred thousand places behind you, which is but I have no chips left. And you exactly. have to exactly. So I've still got a free hit, I've still got a bench boost, still lots of um lots of points out there to play. Well, I'm for. at eleven and a half K and I'm try my aim is to get into the top ten K by the end of the season, but I know that a lot of those around me will have two, three, four chips in hand. Mm. Yeah. And so it's gonna be difficult and it's gonna be interesting to see how easy or hard it is to make ground in these coming game weeks because there's a lot of doubles coming up um, so, and people who are wildcarding are going to be able to bring in the players that it's going to, I might see myself making some minus 16s, minus 20s in the next coming game weeks. Well, we'll discuss that on next week's pod and, yes. uh, you know, between us, I don't mind telling you, I've got no problem with you taking minus 16s, minus 20s. Um, but the thing is, like I've, we've discussed this before, I know, but FPL Raptor, I think over the last couple of maybe last month, maybe I think since game week 26, the double, he has taken 40 points in hits and 
it has done his team wonders. You know, he's ranked much higher than he would be if he hadn't taken those hits. So it can work. And that's, I suppose, the key difference between this and, and Sky is that you've got that option to to do that, you know, to take your um, your points and, and change your team drastically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got to take every hit in its into context in is yeah. a way you can't think of taking a minus 20 you have to look at each individual transfer and say right this minus four is Reese James with a, a double game week at whatever it was Norwich and Burnley gonna outscore my yeah. one player defender who's at home to Tottenham or whatever it may be and you make a calculated decision on that so yeah I think I'm gonna have to do that in the coming weeks I've got no Chelsea at the moment Chelsea at home to Brentford next game week um, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of a lot of difficult decisions and a lot of doublers you're going to want to have in your team. But yes, we we have to evaluate as, as it comes. But luckily, the FA Cup fixtures have now been played, so we've got a bit clearer idea of mm. when the doubles are going to land. We do, we do indeed. And um, yeah, as 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 you mentioned at, at the top of the the show, you know this will be this will be a bit of a brief one just to um, let you let you listeners know how we're getting on. And of course, don't forget to let us know how you're getting on um, on Twitter at FPL face off. Um, but yeah, it's lots, lots of changes still to come, I think in this topsy turvy season. And yeah, I, I think we'll, again, we'll touch on this kind of in the next episode in terms of our teams, but there are some flags in mind, but it's just nice to see. I can actually put out 11 players Um that is a very refreshing change from. Yes, from you, that, you, you can choose from your squad of players who mm. who you're going to play. Yeah. Um, right. Well, that's enough um, waffling about this game week. There's not a lot to report. Um, no. How did how did our Morland Moes go? Are we going to look at those today, or shall we wait till Ooh, next week? Why not? Let's treat ourselves, mate. Let's have a little um, treat the more than Mo. So, can you remember who you went for last week? Because we've got absolutely a no idea. Absolutely no problem. So, got a recap from the week before. Uh, you went for Doherty, I went for Kulazewski, um, and Mo got nine and Kulazewski got 11. Um, Doherty did not get 11. Uh, so, I win. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last week, uh, I went for Connor Cody. Uh, obviously, no Mo. So, can you remember who we went for instead? We went with more than Bow, but then that wasn't an option. So we went with yeah. more than more than you came up with it. No, and it was a good one. More than Mbuemo. Mbuemo, yes, yes. Who got an assist? Um, who got an assist? So uh, my guess of Cody was, uh-uh, and your guess of Ericsson was, uh-uh. we didn't um, play. He didn't play. No, so <laughs> not for the first time this season. Mbuemo is the real winner um of of more than mo uh but yeah that was that was good it's the spreadsheet's looking good um i mean you're again, getting very good at more than mo you're very good at picking differential point scorers but you're not putting them in your team <laughs> uh it's i do sometimes i do sometimes but um but yeah it's, maybe you should no, take a differential approach to to you could rise up into that top 10k if you if you back yourself with these differential picks going into the end of the season. Absolutely. It's the lack of pressure though, isn't it? Me selecting them more than Mo um, (laughs) is is, is easy, but putting them in my team is, is a different kettle of fish altogether. But but yeah, no, I'm feeling, um, feeling good. feel like we're in a good, good position. 
Um, as we record this, it is Monday night. Both of us have a busy week ahead of us, so we're getting this one out nice and early in the midst of the international break. And we must do a little Game Week 29 recap as well, because obviously we recorded mid-Game Week 29. I was yes. on a free hit. I actually ended up on 101 points. I just broke into the 100 club. Oh, so we'll do that now then. That's fine. Yeah. Good. Lovely. Quite, um... <laughs> quite frustratingly, I had um, Anthony Gordon and Jordan Pickford in that last Everton game. Uh, yeah. Pickford was had COVID or was ill or... Well, for whatever reason, he missed the match. So I had Pickford in that double game week and he got me two points, um, which is very frustrating. I, I didn't watch the game. I, I checked the results and it went on into the 115th minute. And, and that's because someone had zip tied themselves to a goalpost. Yeah. Of course, um, as you do. do. Do you know what they were protesting for, by the way? Just so yes, his protest was the, wasn't in vain. It was the use of oil. Yes. Um, stop using oil. And I haven't used oil since. <laughs> it worked <laughs> good <laughs> well uh whatever your name is the protester you've you're welcome is it you're you're in the uh fpl face of hall of fame um, yeah. and and even even if you can only make one person make a difference then surely it's worth it <laughs> well it's it's ruined my life because i can't get to work i've been fired i can't do any gigs. um this is probably the last podcast we'll do because yeah. i can't afford to pay my internet bills now or electric um, but, yeah, yeah but here we are good well not not all bad then excellent <laughs> um that's oh, 101 points nice the 100 club well um yeah on a free hit though so it was a enforced free hit enforced by me being an idiot and taking early <laughs> transfers and then having to rectify it but mm it was justified in the end because the free hit way outscored my original team. And it meant I could then get Kane in this week and captain him, which obviously paid off. So yes, it was a successful free hit. Although, albeit one, I didn't necessarily need to take if I hadn't been an idiot. Yes. Yes. Well, um, I was nearly in the 100 club. I got 98 points, which is very annoying. Um, And uh joe joe willock only played the one game and if i'd known he was only going to play the one game i would have played rudiger instead and that would have pushed me to 101 points but never mind that's the way the cookie crumbles so um yeah decent that was a really nice week actually had a good green arrow it's a shame we didn't record then Um, but instead here we are Um, that's the trouble though with a double game week is you pick these players like on paper joe willock is the better option because he's got the two fixtures over rudiger but so often players don't play two fixtures in in one week especially if their teams aren't used to playing two fixtures in a week um and then well, that's he, he just come off yeah he just come off the back of a, a semi-decent little bit of um form which which has now obviously disappeared as he's entered um my team which is it's fine i'm fine with that well players um, like that are going to be it's going to be difficult at the end of the season to know whether you stick with say the likes of son and kane who are going to have no other fixtures to worry about they're going to be pushing for top four so they're going to play every single game or whether you go for these Chelsea players who are going to have probably another three double game weeks to come but are also in the Champions League also in the FA Cup you could realistically pick Kai Havertz and he doesn't play in either game in a double game week very true very true yeah yeah there's going to be a lot of variance that's going to need to fall on your side in order to to keep getting greens for it for the rest of the season now. Yes. Yeah. Um, particularly cause you know, I'm just having a half a look ahead at the, 
upcoming doubles. So 31, um, Everton and Burnley have got doubles. Um, Burnley with Man City and Everton and Everton with West Ham and Burnley. Um, Everton couldn't believe that they beat Newcastle um, and then they lost 4-0 to um, Crystal Palace in the FA Cup. But I was, I was saying, to, someone said, oh, I can't believe Crystal Palace beat. To be honest, if I was frank, the FA Cup is the least of your worries, isn't it? you just got to get, you've got to survive in the Premier oh, League. Yes. I mean, mm. it, it'd be catastrophic for Everton to go down mm. and it, it does look a good, a strong possibility at the moment, especially if they've got some tough fixtures towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They certainly do. Yeah, so, there we are. Um, yeah. No, oh, fuck them. I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to say that myself. I, I quite yeah. happily see Everton relegated, but I'd be delighted. Only yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think it's a bit funny that when a, a massive club goes down, they are a massive club, aren't they? Oh, they are. I haven't yeah. said that. I've, we've, we've both got friends who are Everton fans. Um, and, you know, in that respect, I wouldn't want it to happen, but yeah. in many other but respects, I'd thinks- be delighted. A club like Everton, you'd have more fun supporting them in the championship. You'd think you'd mm. think they'd they'd do well. Like I always think that with teams that get like, yo-yo, surely yeah. Norwich fans had more fun the season they were storming the championship than the season when they're getting bit battered every game in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, like, you would think so. And it financially, it didn't do you any harm to get relegated. I mean, it does. But you get like the parachute payments, and if yeah. you are able to come straight back up, which in theory Everton could, but um, but yeah, we'll yeah. see. I mean, anyway, I, this isn't, I don't want to get relegated. Corner. I don't want my team yeah. to get relegated. But if my team did get relegated, it wouldn't affect the way I support them. And yeah. it's a bit like an FPL. Like if you were getting those green arrows every week, it doesn't matter if you're ranked one million. If you like someone at FPL SWAT. He's had a terrible start to a season being hacked, mm. but he's been getting green after green as he's climbing yeah, up yeah. the ranks. He's probably quite enjoyed his season having that chase and mm. having very few reds. Whereas people who have like started well and are then falling back, like myself, it's been more stressful towards this yeah, business yeah. end of the season. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that for sure. Um, so let's have a little quick look at Sky Fantasy Football then. Um, I'm happy to go first if you want. And yeah, you go uh, for it. Can can confirm this is the first time I've looked at it uh, all weekend. Um, <laughs> but so I have 44. Oh, that's why. Sorry, I was in the midst of something. Else. 44 points. Um, pretty pretty shoddy all round. Kane, Saka. In fact, Kane and Saka are the only two players I had playing. Um, so I I captained them both, and they. They both did the business. So uh, if it wasn't for that, uh, I would have I would have got zero points. So in terms of hit rate, fantastic game week. I've, <laughs> my 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 players selected have, have all done admirably. Um, it's just unfortunate that of the eleven possible players, I only had two. Um, so yeah, there we go. Well, you, been... you outscored me. I I got forty three points. Um, again, in Sky, I had Max Kilman. Um, in my team's cover, the Wolves Leeds game, and he was out. Um, I didn't bother bringing anyone in because there was no one I particularly fancied in that game, and Rafinha was out as well. Yeah. Then in the Villa Arsenal game, I didn't have any coverage either, and I ended up bringing in um, Jacob Ramsey for for Max Kilman. Nice. Um, and it's not nice because he got two points. <laughs> okay. Rafinha was out as well. There was no one that appealed from that fixture. 
Um, then on Saturday, I didn't have coverage for the Arsenal Aston Villa game, so I brought in Jacob Ramsey to cover that. Got two points, so that was a waste of time. Um, but he does enable um, some higher value players later on, which I guess is the plan. Um, and then on Sunday, I brought in Son for Salah uh, last game week, I think. Um, so he obviously got 17 points, Yumin Son, so that was a good haul and justifies that transfer. And I captained Kane, who who doubled up to 22 points. So, yeah, good good haul from Harry and Human Son. But now, obviously, I'm going to have the same problem in Sky, whereas do I bring in Mo Salah for game week 34 as it is in Sky? But at least in Sky, we will see the team lineups for the Liverpool game because they kick off at half 12. Very true. Yeah, I will know if Mo Salah is starting that game. And if he's not starting, I'll probably not bring him back in. I'll probably keep with Kane and Son for the Newcastle fixture and try and get some rank gain because I'm again, I'm still in the same sort of position I've been in for the last three or four months. I'm ranked at 1.3k. I just hover around 1.1 to 1.4k and can't seem to gain any ground. But having Son and Kane could be a way of climbing that. Mm. But we'll wait and see. There's been a bit of talk on Twitter this week that that Sky is is still the superior fantasy game. I saw a couple FPL of people saying that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I've what my... do you like? What do you like in Sky that you you'd like to see in FPL? Hmm. Um, it's a good question because I do I do like the Sky game. It's not like I dislike it. Um, I just think that it is. I just think it's challenging. I don't know what I'd bring across really. I, I quite like, I do quite like having captains on individual game days, but then equally that adds a certain level of, of stress um, yes. in that obviously you've got to kind of have a plan. What what were people saying just for anyone who may not have seen the, the Twitter storm? Well, people, it, it, well, if you're an engaged fantasy football manager, the more complicated it is, the better it is. For you compared to the casual, I suppose. Yeah, so yeah, true. having a having a captain every game day means, as you say, more planning has to go into it. Having the deadline up to the kickoff means that you have to be on it all the time, looking at team sheets when they come out, because that gives you the advantage. And that's something that I, I don't have the time for, to be honest. No. Um, I wish I did. If I was ranked in like the top hundred, I'd be I'd be on it because there's a chance of winning 50k. But yeah, to be able to be like a dad and have a job and to make sure you're checking the Thursday night kickoff between Burnley and Wolves is like, you can't always, it can't always be your number one priority, unfortunately. Sorry, kids, you can't eat. Daddy needs to check whether Veghorst is playing. <laughs> yeah, <up>. exactly. Um, <laughs> but it is, like I say, it is good in Sky with the captains every game now because it means you don't always, your game week doesn't rest on that one captain like it does in FPL. But yeah. but um yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure you could change either game because they're they're both good in their own right. I'd I'd like to see price changes in Sky because we do find at this point in the season everyone has a similar team and it's hard to break the template because we identify the players who are cheap, like Conor Gallagher, for example, who is outperforming his his, his cost and so everyone just has him in. And so yeah, it's very hard to that's a good point. What about hits? Would you um, would you advocate for there to be hits, or do you think it works better having the same number 
of no, I like, like a set number 40, of transfers. I like having the 40 transfers in Sky. I like both the games, but yeah, I have enjoyed FPL more this year because I think it is, and I know <laughs> I mocked well. it saying <laughs> that Sky is the connoisseur's game, but no, FPL is a more casual game. Like once you're locked in at deadline, there's, yeah. there's nothing else you need to worry about. You just have the one deadline a week. So you're only worrying about that one captain and getting your your squad as well. Having a squad of players, it'd be good to have a squad in Sky maybe because obviously this game week in Sky, I've only had uh, one, two, three, four, four players actually playing because there's so few mm. fixtures. And because of the limited transfers, it's not been worth changing my entire squad to try and gain a few points. Yeah, and I do, like I say, it'd be interesting to see whether they do make changes. There's often talk of different chips in FPL and they do occasionally kind of introduce, although they haven't for a few years now. So I think we're probably set. There used to be an all-out attack chip in FPL, which um, you allowed you to play a different formation that was, I think it was like, uh, allowed you to have four strikers. I can't really actually remember what it was, but... Um, I imagine all three strikers and all five midfielders. So probably a two-five-three, was it? Or may yeah, may well have been. Yeah, yeah, that would be the I, simplest. Having not played it, that's just a guess. If I was making a chip. yeah, 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 I can't, I can't remember what it was. It was a good few years ago, but I know it was in the era of like Van Persie at Arsenal and Rooney in his pomp at um, United. Oh, glory! You days. really are a seasoned FPL manager, aren't you, Fitz? I am indeed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I am in the sense that I've played it for a long time. Um, yeah. I was I was very much a casual for uh, for a lot of it, and it's only it's literally only in the last like year or so that I've um, or a couple of years that I've started to take it really kind of seriously. Uh, he says, so you "Should <laughs> it's a very serious, a very serious part of all of our lives." It is, it is, um, and uh, a little shout out actually to my friend who is not enjoying it at the moment. Um, he. He does still have his triple captain and he does still have, um, I think, a, maybe a free hit and a bench boost. So he's still got some chips to go. But um, yeah, the the little group chat that we're in is a depressing place to be. Uh, he he said yesterday, imagine having Richarlison and Jimenez in your team. He captained Jimenez this week um, and not having Kane or Son. <laughs> And oh <laughs> yeah, and he played his wild card like two weeks ago. Richarlison so. is going to have a double next game week against West Ham and Burnley. So, mm. I mean, he's not the worst option to have in your team. It could be a nice little differential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we tried to um, we tried desperately to get him to triple captain Richarlison in in their double, um, but he refused, which was very <laughs> much the right right decision. So, well, he's got another worse. double again for coming up to triple captain him. Absolutely, yes. So, um, cool. cool. All right, lovely stuff. Well, um, I think uh, I think that's probably more or less it from us. There's no Sean Dyche poem this week. Uh, we've given them the week off because, well, they didn't play, did they? No, they didn't play. And and when when Sean isn't playing, he he finds it hard to to get the motivation to create art. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's having a little break. He's probably on a, a writer's retreat, which is what he likes to do during during a week off uh, he's on a, on a canal like like i was earlier in the season he's on a he's on a canal boat near stoke-on-trent yeah just having morning. a little bit of inspiration um yeah. from the wilderness and i'm sure he'll come back strong next game week absolutely lovely stuff uh brilliant well please do uh, check us out on twitter at fpl faceoff 
And don't forget, you can always get in touch with us. We'd love to see how your teams are doing. Uh, thank you once again for listening. Thank you to you, Mr. Glover, um, as always. And uh, thank yeah. you to you, Fitz. Speak to you soon. Later. Later.